Welcome to the Cosmic Healing Podcast. This is the show for the soul who is excited to welcome in more freedom, abundance, and quantum healing in their life. Hi, I'm Vaughn. My magic is in treating all aspects of this human existence, mind, body, and spirit, because it is all connected. In this podcast, I will be sharing stories of transformation so you can know, witness, and understand what's possible for you too when we play together in the cosmos. Let's go. Hello, and welcome back to the Cosmic Healing Podcast. So, I have our precious Jill back with us today. So, if you haven't listened, you must go back and listen to episode six with Jill. And you will get to know her, you will get to love her. And so, I have her with me today because she just had surgery this morning. (laughs) Literally, she just had surgery this morning. And um, it's an important surgery, and I'm super excited to share this conversation with you and to be inspired once again by Jill and her, her bravery just of owning who she is and honoring who she is and what she desires and pushing through the difficult decisions and just to keep showing up for herself. So hello, Jill. Hello, Vaughn. So you're a trooper. <laughs> um, please forgive me for anything that may be said. I'm under the influence. Percocet <laughs> in the house. Um, okay, just go ahead and let's tell everyone about your experience, your surgery, what you went through today, what got you there, and all of that good stuff. Oh my goodness. You want me to start from the beginning, beginning? I just want you to start talking. Well, y'all know um, Vaughn, obviously, for listening to her podcast, and if you don't, you need to know her. She is an amazing, amazing woman, spiritual healer. She is incredible, and my surgery was here in Atlanta, so of course, the first person I thought of was Vaughn. I'm like, oh man, wonder if she would be willing to like let me stay with her while I heal from my surgery, and when I reached out to her, of course, being the person that she is, she said yes, 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 immediately, and um, it's just been a huge, huge blessing. Um, I mean, my ger- my surgery was like hello it's like I just went in for a nice little two and a half hour nap and and it was great it was so easy breezy and to say that I did not have any anxiety about it would be a lie I was very anxious about it however this morning I was pretty peaceful I had a lot of peace with it. Oh, we so. haven't even told him what your surgery was. Oh, yeah. <laughs> well, that might be important. <laughs> That's some important information there. Uh, I had my implants taken out. It's called an explant and a total capsulectomy. So, um, this has been on my mind, ooh, probably about four or five years now. So... And, I mean, not, like, heavy on my mind, but, like, just kind of... On your radar. On my radar, yeah. And how long have you had 
had your implants? I've had my, well, had, yeah, because they are gone. 27 years. Yeah. Yeah. you got them when you were? 21. Mm. 21. And what made you decide to get the implants? Oh, oh, the implants. Okay, well, I'm going to take you back on a little journey. (laughs) We're going to go back to my middle school days. (laughs) Let me set the scene. (laughs) No. um, So my um, mother and father divorced when I was five. And we changed schools. I think this was the third school, yes, that I went to. And if you can imagine, I was a tomboy. I really was. I, I climbed trees, rode four-wheelers, three-wheelers, did all the above. And um, I had no boobs. Like, I had no boobs. I was called Mosquito Bites. I was called the president of the Itty Bitty Titty Committee. And, <laughs> and then I had short hair my mom when I was little I had like caught I was called a cotton top I had like platinum blonde hair and it was baby fine and she every morning would have to get the detangler out and so there was a um hairdresser that told her if she cut my hair and kept it short it would grow back thick I mean if you see my hair now but when I talk to hairdressers, they're like, no, nah, that's not, that's not a thing. And I'm thinking, well, my mom believes it. <laughs> so I had what was called the Dorothy Hamill. I'm dating myself. If y'all don't know who Dorothy Hamill was, she was a ice skater and she had very short hair. And um, because of the way my calyx are and how my hair is, it was stacked in the back. So I was called duck butt haircut. So, needless to say, I was ridiculed quite a bit, and I think nobody said it out of hate. It was joking, but I think you just don't realize sometimes how uh, words can be swords, you know? And my sister, who's two years older than me, my oldest sister, she had long, straight, beautiful hair, and I mean, she was developed in middle school, like she had probably C cups or bigger. So I need, we had changed schools three times and I was going into middle school and I was super nervous. And my mom said, Laura, when you get to school, cause my sister was in the eighth grade, you find your sister out on the playground and introduce her to some of your friends because she's really, really nervous. So my sister was like, okay. So she finds me and she's introducing me to all her friends. Well, backtrack. I remember hearing her talk to her friends about this one particular guy. And they were like, ooh, oh, I won't mention his name to protect him. <laughs> and um, they were like, ooh, oh, you know, I don't want to say his name. But they were like, he's so dreamy. So, anyway, she's introducing me to all her friends on this particular day, and then I hear her say, hey, so-and-so, dreamy guy, insert dreamy guy, come meet my little sister. So, he comes over, and he immediately looks at my boobs, 
like looks where my boobs are. Obviously, I didn't have my boobs exposed. And then looks at her boobs and then looks back at me and said, what happened to you? And I, in front of everybody, and I was mortified, like mortified. So then fast forward when, you know, Baywatch was on and Pamela Anderson and Jenny McCarthy and Carmen Electra. And I was like, wait a second, hold up. There's something I can do about this. So I was just bound and determined then, like, this is my answer. Like, I can finally feel like a woman, you know? And so when I started working, I just started sticking cash back. And I think I called when I was 19, and they said you have to have a parental signature if you're under 21, but you have to be 21 or have a parental signature. So my, my mother's a nurse. I was like, there is no way in Hello Dolly that she's ever going to sign off on this. <laughs> Hello Dolly. <laughs> and um, so I was like, okay, well, couple more years, couple more years. And so my mother and stepfather took a trip every summer with their friends to Florida. So that particular summer, I was turning 21 in July, and then I found out that their trip was in August, and I scheduled that surgery while they were gone, and I had my friend take me, and then I stayed with my friend, and, you know, I had saved up my money, and, yeah. Wow. Yeah. So you're 21 years old. You have these boobies were they everything you wanted them to be like how did you feel after you had them because you're so young you yeah know? Like, like you're still so young right and I wasn't it wasn't from a place of it the intentions behind it were uh insecurity oh, you know yeah. it was insecurity yeah. like I know women get them for all different reasons and so this me sharing my story is not to shame anyone for getting them. Like, people get them for all different reasons, whether it's, you know, they've had breast cancer and they don't want, you know, they've had to have a mastectomy. That's totally different than getting them because of insecurities right. and and not feeling like a woman, yeah, you know. Or good enough. Or, or good enough, enough or, or worthy. Or, yeah, all that. So, um I can't say that I ever felt wonderful about them. Like, it was really weird. I can remember after getting them laying on the floor, and I, I was laying on my back, and this was shortly after getting them, and I hear, I hear bloop, bloop, bloop. And I was just kind of like, what? And, and just wanting to physically remove them then mm -hmm. and that was early on wow. so um and then you know like I was sharing with you earlier like when I hug people I always feel like there's a barrier there like there's something in between I mean there is yeah. but like it's like I can't really hug somebody yeah. you know like really feel a juicy hug of just like oh you know because there's something there 
And um, I mean, even being intimate with someone, it feels like there's something in between. And so, I don't know. Does that feel more energetic? Like, does it feel like an energetic barrier that that you think that you feel is there? Yeah. Yeah. And, I mean, obviously, in our last episode together, I mean, we talked all about your healing and your heart and your expansion, and you have been on such a massive journey over the past year, especially, just so much has unfolded for you. And so, of course, everything is in divine timing. Mm -hmm. I mean, because we were talking about this earlier, you know, two years ago, you... You know, even if you had had them removed, um, you know, I don't know. I just feel like right now it's such full circle completion healing for you that you are just pulling this all together. And it's the beginning of a new year. You are just wrapping up a massive year of healing. And and yes, you know, healing can be done in in segments and in journeys. Mm-hmm. And, and I know that's, I mean, I mm-hmm. go through moments where I'm like, knee deep in healing and I'm like I'm going through some shit just like Mm -hmm. I don't know what's coming out on the other side but it's it's happening yeah and that's the the beautiful thing is like you know I it feels weird to say full circle healing because that means it's wrapped up and complete right but there are certain things that you experience that do need to be tied up and wrapped up with a pretty bow and I feel like everything that you've been through this is wrapping it up in a pretty bow and saying okay thank you done Mm -hmm. bye bye Mm -hmm. that was amazing um okay so I love this part too about um about how you even because when we were together in September for the retreat that Mm -hmm. you were a part of we were road tripping it back home and I can't even remember one thing led to another and we started I didn't even know that you had implants because they look so natural at, at this point I mean you're they're beautiful okay they're beautiful but but I never just even noticed or thought about it so when you said that I was so surprised and then you're like but I want them out so bad and I was like well why don't you get them out and you're and you're like oh they're they're, it's too expensive and I was like like how much is it and you go I don't know (laughs) I was like wait a minute (laughs) well then um what what's what's really holding me back here and so tell me about that journey of that experience of when you realized that you because obviously you were on some levels making excuses yeah for following through with that procedure so what was some of your biggest resistance in in scheduling that appointment and to because once you get the pricing once you start calling and getting more information that gets the ball rolling oh it was rolling what what was the resistance though to get the ball rolling like what was that inner deep fear okay well hold that thought because i'm i'm going to trickle back to you being unaware that i had implants and there's there's a reason for that and like a lot of people did not know that i had implants and even though i was 21 Thank you, thank you, thank you, (laughs) heaven above, that I had the wherewithal to be adamant about the size that I wanted. So when I went in for the consultation, I wore my Victoria's Secrets Miracle push-up bra because I had it in every color. Mm -hmm. 
under the rainbow. And I said, I only want them as big as I am in this bra. So he measured me in that bra and was like, you know, okay, you know, we can do that. And he was like, is there a reason for that? And I was like, well, I teach aerobics. I teach step class. Like I've never had big boobs and I don't know what I would do with them. Like, you know, I'm not, I've never had it. And I had a friend that had really, really big boobs and she didn't even want to exercise because she felt like everybody was staring at her and to keep them contained, she had to wear two sports bras. Mm -hmm. And so I'm like, I don't, I don't want that. Like I've never had them and I don't want them to feel like they're in the way. So then fast forward to the day of the surgery, and thank you again that I had the wherewithal, like for whatever reason, I'm laying on the table, the anesthesiologist is behind me, and I was like, oh, oh wait, wait a second. I said, how, how big are you going to make me again? And he said, 400 cc's. And I was like, I, I have no clue what that means in size. I said, how big is that? And he said, as big as your skin will stretch. And I was like, what? Whoa, no, no. I said, wait a second. We talked about this. I said, I only want to be as big as I was in my bra. And I said, I don't want to be any bigger. And I said, if you say that he, I said, if you say that you're going to do as big as my skin will stretch, I'm going to, I'm going to walk out of this surgery room right now. And he said, well, you're going to want him bigger. And I said, let that be my decision, not yours. Thank God. Thank God. You were so young, you know, insecure, Mm -hmm. and you still had the the strength and the nerve, the wherewithal to to say that. Because I feel like that's what happens to a lot of girls is they don't, they just want them and they go in there and they don't really ask a lot of questions and then they come out, you know, with, it disproportioned, you know, and so, so there again, nobody knew. As a matter of fact, nobody knew for the longest time until my cousin oh. <laughs> ratted me out because <laughs> I gave her all my bras. <laughs> but anyway, um, so I'm very, very thankful for that because yeah. that could have been a completely different story, right. you know. Yeah. And he said today. And this isn't the surgery or the surgeon that did my implants, but the surgeon today said they were 225 cc's that he pulled out. So could you imagine? No, oh my 400 gosh. cc's? No. Like what? Yeah, that's ridiculous. Oh my gosh. So, so anyway, so um, well, I think what you were also leading to is that you you dress to camouflage your. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And so that, um, because I, I was saying I didn't know and yeah, yeah, so yeah. many people don't know. So you've never, has it inhibited like the way that you dress, like, like the way that you would have, I don't know, you normally expressed yourself through Oh fashion? yeah, oh yeah. Because they say, um, um, oh, I lost my train of thought. <laughs> well, fashion, they say, um, like... Uh, can you didn't dress the way that you wanted to dress because of the large chest and you were camouflaging oh, everything? Thank you. Yeah. Um, they don't tell you that when you gain weight, like 
so the, so if he would have taken me to 400 cc's and then I put weight on, they would have just been even bigger. Okay. So over the years with my weight fluctuation, like they have gotten bigger. So where I was like a full C, I was almost a D, if not bigger than a D. So like, gotcha. yeah. so yeah, I, I would wear bras that would, you know, yeah keep them contained and you know then you're doing massage and you don't want your breast all over or maybe you do I'm just kidding it's not that kind of podcast no Um, or massage exactly (laughs) um okay so the fear that was keeping you from pulling the trigger yeah uh gosh oh my goodness Mm. hmm Just, oh, just the fear of the unknown. Like, you know, surgery is surgery. Like, you go under, you're you're not guaranteed to come out of it. I had all kinds of thoughts. Like, what if he gets in there and there's something really, really wrong? Or, um, you know, when you get a mammogram with implants in, you're not even fully aware if they can see everything. You know, like... And my grandmother has had breast cancer and my great aunt has had breast cancer. So it was like, oh my gosh, what if he gets in there and, and find something that a mammogram missed? I mean, there's just all kinds of thoughts going through your head and what are they going to look like? You know, is it going to be hideous? (laughs) You know, am I going to have any, uh, breast tissue left to even have breast like there's all kinds of thoughts and you know then the fear of the money the fear of having to take time off from work how am I going to pay my bills like you know there's just all kinds of thoughts and you've had the the implants longer than you did not have them. Yes. So you were 21 when you got them. You were had them for 27, 27 years. years. So, yeah, that's a lot. Like, who are you without them? Because that's the only, that's the more recent version of you mm-hmm. that you know is with them. Mm-hmm. So it's almost like when you know that if you let that go, then you're letting a piece of yourself go. But who are you once you let that piece of yourself go Mm -hmm. so that is a lot it's a lot and then but now there's been so much information around the the dangers Mm -hmm. of breast implants so um i know you're a part of couple Facebook groups mm. and so you just start and you there I mean there is a lot of awareness like I, mm. I I do not have breast implants but it is like it's in my stories it's mm. on my feed like I see it on social media like it is becoming more and more of a common conversation which is a, a great conversation because all we're trying to do is bring awareness into the situation mm-hmm. um so how how because you you didn't really have any um like side right, effects right like bad symptoms side yeah um so probably I can't remember if it was four or five years ago can you go back and see when you joined a group yeah 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 okay I'm I'm gonna do that because I want to say it was like four maybe five years ago so I had a salon and spa in the air. 
2003 and is when I opened. And there was an esthetician that worked for me. And I, I'm not going to share her name. She may not care, but just in case she does, I'm not going to share her name. But we have stayed in touch. We're great friends. And she will come in and visit uh, when she visits family. And we'll either go have lunch or she'll come have a massage and we'll catch up. So four or five years ago, she said... Jill, I know you're all about health and wellness, and I have you heard of BII? And I was like, BII? I'm like, no, what is that? And she said, breast implant illness. And I was like, what? And she was like, yeah. And she said, there's a group on Facebook, and I was going to invite you, but I wanted to ask first because you have to be invited to it. She said, do you want me to invite you? And I was like, absolutely. And she was like, well, I'm going to get mine taken out. And I was like, oh, okay, okay. And I was just kind of like, wow. Yeah. Like the first time you thought about it or heard about it. And so she invited me. And so I've been a member of that group for, you know, four or five years. And it's been one of those things where I've read, I mean, these women, oh, my goodness, the – some of the things that these women have had to endure, like I'm just, I want to cry buckets for them because it's anywhere from autoimmune disease to um, diseases, autoimmune diseases, and uh, uncurable rashes that pop up and inflammation like crazy. So is it mainly because their body is trying to fight, you know, against what this foreign objects to foreign objects that mm-hmm. are in their body and, and that's causing the all the problems. Yeah, and here's the thing, like it's a foreign object in your body. So your body is in a state of attack twenty four seven. So if your immune system is already weakened and then your body is in this state of attack twenty four seven, eventually your something's gonna happen like you know your body can't keep up all of that you know so when I would see these horrific stories of what these women are having to go through I just like oh my goodness you know thank you thank you thank you that I've not had any experiences like that and so it never was like pressing pressing, you know I was just like oh thank you oh thank you oh thank you you know and 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 then praying for these women because it's years of just suffering and, and not and knowing, not knowing that that's where not knowing. Oh. And what's crazy is like they they've went and spent thousands and thousands of dollars like from doctor to doctor to doctor trying to figure out what was going on, and they and nobody really knew what was going on, and like especially like with the rashes, and then. All of a sudden, they get their implants out, and and it all goes away. Wow, that's incredible. You know, like that is incredible. So fast forward to this year, at the beginning of the year, like I said, it's never been pressing, but for whatever reason, at the beginning of this year, it was like get them out, get them out, get them out, get them out, and it's like anything I tried to do to silence that voice. It just, it would come back stronger. Get them out. Get them out. Get them out. And I'm I'm just like, how? Like, you know, how am I going to pay for this? Because insurance don't pay for it. Yeah. There, in that group, there's a few 
instances where insurance has paid for it, but you have to go through some serious hoops. And, and for those that are even remotely thinking about it, if you want in that group, please reach out to me. Find me on Instagram. Find yeah. me on Facebook, Wellness Farmhouse. Um, yeah, I'll make sure we put all the information in the show notes. I will invite you to that group. You can do your own research. And there are uh, things that you can search, like codes that you yeah. can search for your insurance yeah. to see if your insurance would yeah. even pay for it. And you got four consultations, correct? Yes. And so you really, really did your homework. Uh, yes. You, you wanted to make sure you were with someone that you trusted and that was the best price for you. Mm. And so you really shopped around. And I just admire you so much for getting uncomfortable yet once again because – but this is something you had to do. Like you, you were so – ready you were so oh and yeah and so we had that conversation in September and here we are literally it's less than four months later you just had your surgery so this is the power of manifestation this is the power of when the universe the universe has your back you know mm-hmm. like basically you were just, the universe was like putting it in front of you and you finally said yes and then everything unfolded and then even today I mean you were telling me that yesterday you checked your email and someone bought like $800 worth of gift certificates yeah and she doesn't even know the person's name so it's like miracle after miracle I and yeah I do consider that a miracle yeah you know like when when and the date that the fact that it is January 5th we're looking at a full moon moon. in cancer and you are a cancer and it's just um so many beautiful synchronicities and confirmations that you are supported and we are all supported and that's our mission, my mission, mm. every this is our mission. Yeah, it is. Period, period. Is to just remind you that you are so supported. Like whatever little nudge is in your heart, and we don't have to figure this out until we're this age. Like you know, to be able to have these bold conversations and build our children's their confidence so that they don't feel insecure and they have a strong voice and can be like I'm, I'm in the sixth grade dude I haven't even got my boobies yet like <laughs> screw you you know but I mean but we're so now I do think we are raising strong oh my strong, goodness strong yes. children like it, it's I, I think my girls would put a finger up at right. anybody that dare put them down you know, and, and that's the beautiful thing. And that's why generational healing is so yes. important and doing the work and honoring yourself and just keep moving forward on all of those little intuitions, all those little voices that are guiding you to exactly what you need because you have everything you need within you. You are so guided. You are so held. You are so loved. And honestly, God, spirit, source, Everything just wants us to live this life of abundance and happiness and to do whatever it takes to get to that point. And so that's all we're always trying to do is to correct to that path, mm-hmm. to align to that path of our of our soul's guidance. So yes. 
that's that's what we're doing. That's what this life is. And Vaughn, thank you so much because seriously, when I shared that story with you back in September on the way was it on the way to the retreat or on the way back? It was on the way. It was on the way back. And you said start making some calls. Call. Like just call. Ask them questions. And we got back and I in October I started calling. I made oh and that's another important thing. If you're even considering this, please, please, please reach out to me. I'll invite you to the group because you want to make sure it's a surgeon that specializes in explants with total capsulectomy. That is crucial. And um, because there was a lot of people that, that were like, why are you going to Atlanta? And I consulted with one in Murfreesboro, Tennessee, two in Atlanta, and one in Ohio. So it's it's do your due diligence. Like you want to make sure that they get everything. They have to take the capsule. Anybody that tells you that they don't have to take the capsule does not know what they're doing. So the capsule is formed to protect you because yeah so yeah because I didn't know what a capsule was so a capsule is it's something that your body naturally it's like a form of scar tissue and and everything that forms around the implant to protect you because it's a foreign object but then the capsule because your body is in a state of attack 24 7 what they have found when they've done pathology on the capsules is there's little pieces of silicone whether you have saline implants or not, because mine were saline, that are in the capsule. So if they don't get that out, you can still have symptoms. And my symptoms, I could chalk it up as like my age or what I do for a living. You know, I'm excited to see, you know. if I know. I cannot wait to check in with you even in a few months. But I know, especially like just thinking this time next year when it is – January of 2024, what your life will look and feel like. Mm-hmm. Oh my gosh, mm-hmm. I cannot wait to follow this journey. I mean, I know there's significant inflammation, and then I had the tachycardia mm-hmm. episode back like in 2010. That is a symptom of... of and that's like a, a irregular heartbeat. Or a rapid, har- rapid, rapid heart rate. It, like my pulse was like 93, yeah. my resting pulse. Yeah. So, and then I did have the murmur and, but, you know, I mean, nothing like some of these women are having to go through. So, yeah, I just encourage you, like, this is not to shame anybody that wants to keep their implants or wants to get implants. Like, you do you, but it is to just inform, like, in that meditation, when I was in that meditation and it came to me like, you know, I've done so much healing, but for me to truly move past this, that part of my life, it's to get these removed, to truly heal, to accept myself exactly as God made me. Mm -hmm. That's, there you go, right there. Yeah. That's beautiful. When did you receive that meditation, that message? Well, that's, it was probably last year around this time because I think that's when the voice was just like get them out get them out get them out get them out and then you've had such a deep year of healing and now they're out oh my goodness you are just 
I just can't. I'm excited. I'm so proud of you. I mean, I'm we're so, not even 24 hours in. I know. Yeah, we're not even 12, 12 hours in. Hours. <laughs> so clearly we have an important message here to share, and she's very excited and eager to share them. <laughs> so thank you for being here, Jill. Bye. I love you so much. Thank you so much. And thank you, everyone, for listening. If you have implants, if you know someone that has implants just please share this this podcast with them and just as a tool for education yes nothing more than that we're just trying to educate because there might be something going on that you've never thought that this could be the reason Mm -hmm. and maybe it is the reason so um, and I am no expert by any means, but I will be happy to guide you in any yes. direction that you may need. Yes. What a beautiful resource that you have available to you. So we'll make sure all of her information is in the show notes. And thank you so much for listening. All right. Bye. bye. I am so grateful you played in the cosmos with me today. If you enjoyed this episode, it would mean so much to me if you left a review so other open-minded souls can come along this quantum healing journey too. I am most active over on Instagram, so come find me at Vampiro and say hello. Talk to you soon.